Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. Brittany and I are sitting down today, and we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about keeping up with the Joneses and kind of why that's just not a good thing. Nothing's good about it. For those of you who maybe don't know that reference, um, I do feel like it's kind of popular in the Western world, but basically keeping up with the Joneses kind of refers to, you know, looking at your friends or your neighbors or fellow, you know, people's possessions, lifestyles, business, and using that as a benchmark to measure your own success. And obviously that's just not it. That's not a good idea. And it really just kind of sets you up for failure. So um, yeah, we're going to just talk to you guys a little bit about keeping up with the Joneses, why we don't think it's a good idea and what are kind of some ways that you can, you know, get out of that mindset. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. Okay, Brittany, so what are some of the negative effects that can happen if you're too focused on keeping up with the Joneses? So I am excited about this topic today because I feel like this is like my life right now. I can speak to this so much because, so long story short, I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes and everything, but I have been on the journey of slowly moving my business from me being, you know, a solopreneur into an agency model and building, you know, bringing on team members and more clients and all the things to really grow my business. And as a podcast manager, it's kind of like that is a stepping stone. You know, you can build an agency or there's, you know, some other avenues that you can take, but it's like building an agency is kind of just one of the big stepping stones Mm -hmm. of growing your business. And so that it's like, I had reached the plateau of being able to take on clients of my own. So I was like, okay, my next step is to build an agency. And so I've talked about it at the beginning of the year. And I feel like the pat in Q1, just the overwhelm and, you know, all of the feelings that I was feeling. And it's like, I think this past month, I've had some type of revelation to where I have realized that is not my journey. And you know, this whole year so far, it's like I have been trying to work so dang hard at fitting a puzzle piece into a puzzle and making it work. And it is not working. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just I, I reached a point and I was like, OK, I'm not going to do this anymore. I am going to go my way and do things my way and stop following that route and that pathway of what all the other podcast managers are doing and what I feel like I need to be doing and listen to my gut 
you know, I'm a Christian. I've done a lot of praying over this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just, I feel it in my bones that I, I'm not going to follow the Joneses. I'm not going to keep trying to keep <laughs> up with the Joneses. I'm going to go my own route. And it's honestly, I've never felt so like, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of yes. me. Of like just that. not having to, you know, keep that comparison going. And, and it's like, oh, her business is thriving. She's doing this, this, and this. I need to be doing this, this, and this. And it's like, when you cut that off, it's just like, oh, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. And so I think just speaking from personal experience, it is exhausting keeping up with the Joneses and keeping up with what you quote unquote think you should be doing. Yeah. and. You know, I'm sure you've heard the phrase that goes along with keeping up with the Joneses, but there's a phrase that it's stop keeping up with the Joneses because they're broke. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to thinking and I was like, you know, if you kind of add or relay that to business, it's like, stop trying to keep up with the Joneses in the business world, because Mm -hmm. what if they're broke or what if really their business isn't as perfect as it looks on Instagram or all these things. And we don't know what their business is like, really, you know, they can be posting. I know I see all these business coaches that they're posting. They're making like 20, $50,000 months, but are they pocketing that? Are they bringing that money home? Like, are, are they really, I think it's just that staying in your own lane and listening to your gut and just focusing on the growth of your business and not, not worrying about the outside world. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, like it's, exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's physically exhausting in order to maintain like that. You're, you know, if you see your business and you're trying to, you know, see someone else and you're wanting what they have, like you're going to either like, think of the sacrifices you're going to be working all the time to obtain that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then it's like, you know, what quality, like what time are you going to spend with your family? Like you're, mm-hmm. if you're constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, you're going to be working all the time. You're mm-hmm. going to have to sacrifice, you know, quality time with your family, with your kids. We're both moms. I know not everybody is, but you have, you know, hopefully a partner, you have hopefully a family, friends, people, you know, that fill you up in your life. So, yeah, I mean, it's mentally exhausting, physically exhausting, And like you touched on, like you can get yourself in financial trouble trying to keep up with the Joneses because everybody has their own journey and everybody is at a different place on their roadmap Mm -hmm. and they might be in a place where they can afford X, Y, Z, but you may not be there and trying Mm -hmm. to afford that when you don't got it, you can really get yourself in debt. And that's one Mm -hmm. thing like you know, when, when I started my business and as I've been like slowly growing, you know, I see other people and, you know, having a goods business, you know, like they're doing better than I am because they have more inventory and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Like, you know, I've had a couple loans here and there, you know, to buy the truck and things like that, but like, I'm not about getting, you know, a ton of loans. So I have the capital to grow my business and have the inventory that she has over there. whatnot. Like, yeah, I could be selling more. I could be doing more, but I'm like, "Mm -hmm. is it worth the risk of Mm -hmm. potentially putting 
yourself and your family in a bad financial situation, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's just, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses is just not it. Like that's not, <laughs> no, not the key to happiness. That's not the key to success because honestly, like it really does make you almost perceive yourself as a failure. If you're not doing it, what right. you, think you should be doing. Right. And it also, I think it's so important as a business owner to do what I I feel like as a business owner, you have a piece of creativity, you know, whether if you're a creative person or not, as a business owner, you have to have some piece of creativity in you to want to start this journey and build this. And I think using that like creativity and that listening to your own gut and doing what makes you happy because yes, this person, this business over here, they could be doing everything right. You know, they might not, they may have financially done everything correctly and really built this beautiful business. But if you follow that journey and it's not what you, what is making you happy, what is the point? Like yeah. you, you know, you have to wake up every day and be just so pumped to put in the work or else it's just going to it be exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that hate their job. Yeah. Like, hate their job. They're miserable going into work every single day. And, you know, if you are a small business owner and you're an entrepreneur, like You have got to be passionate. You have got to be loving what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. yes, it is a job, but it can't feel like a job. Like, you know, if you're passionate and you're loving what you're doing, it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like work. You're excited to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly trying to like overextend yourself almost and go after these things, like you're going to end up not regretting, but kind of like, um, resentful. Like you're kind of almost like resent, you'll resent that you're in this situation Yeah. versus like, this is your a job. You love your dream. You're chasing your dream. Don't let your values get misplaced to where, you know, it isn't this dream that you love, that it's a chore and a job and you're, you know, to where you're just miserable. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's like one thing, I guess, when you're to kind of reset your mind or change up your mindset about instead of chasing the Joneses is like figure out what you value and what's important to you. And it might be, you know, it might be financial freedom. It might be, you know, quality time with your family and your friends, like what is important and what things do you value? Because then when you identify those, you're not going to want to sacrifice those values in order to get ahead. Yeah in your business. Like you, you know, if you identify those values, cause it really does like, you don't want to end up hating your job. You don't want to, you know, if you, I love spending time with my kids. I don't want to sacrifice this last year is the first time I've ever been able to like pick my kids up from school. And I love it. I love going to pick up. I love going and getting them and seeing their little faces. And it's the first time I've ever, you know, been able to do that. And I, I don't want to give that up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just to touch on that, because I've also felt that too, is that I, okay. So I kind of just like put a little like stop sign up on my business and was like, okay, like we're stopping this route 
and we're going to do a different route. But it also kind of stemmed from my son is now home for the summer. Mm -hmm. And so continuing at that, you know, I was, I had 20 hours a week, I guess, free uh, with him being in school. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if I would have kept up with that workload, he would have probably had to go to daycare or, you know, do something. And it's kind of like, I only have so many summers with him, you know, Mm -hmm. and I mean, we don't have that long and it's, and especially with him being so little, like, you know, I really only have a few years until he's going to just want to be friends all summer. Yeah. And so it's like, I kind of just scaled back on my client load Mm -hmm. because I wanted those hours back with him. And it's all, and it, I feel like as business owners, you can look, you know, say you did that in your business and you can look at it as, oh my gosh, I'm failing because I'm going backwards in my business. Um, what am I doing wrong? This, you know, I'm not growing. And I think I was thinking that a little bit, but then I also, I had to switch that and I got to think, and I was like, that is the beauty of being a business mm-hmm. owner yes. because in the corporate world, say if you just got a raise or you just got a promotion and you got all this workload, you can't just automatically turn around and say, well, I can no longer do this anymore because my son's home for the summer. Yeah. You know, I had the freedom and I'm, I think us as business owners were blessed to be able to, you know, if life throws us a curveball or something happens, we can pivot, we can adjust, we can do what we need to do. And, you know, if this podcast manager over here is launching a new course or she's coming out with, you know, bringing on five new clients and she's skyrocketing her business this summer, you know, she can she can go on with her bad self, but I am. Yes, we all grow at yeah. our own paces. And, and like you said, that's the beauty of being a small business owner is you can grow and scale and pull back when you need to pull back, you know, to kind of accommodate your lifestyle. I mean, that's, yeah. there's a lot of hard work and a lot of work that goes into it, but that is one of the benefits is like, you're on your timetable. You're not yeah. working a corporate job where you're working when they're telling you to work, you are in control of your timetable. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one of the benefits Mm -hmm. I would say of being a small business owner. Definitely. And another thing, like we were kind of talking about, you know, as far as from a financial standpoint, and as you kind of are growing your business and one thing like learn to grow and learn to run your business within your means. And, you know, don't, measure your self-worth as like a small business, as a person, as an entrepreneur based on, you know, material things or possessions or other people's milestones, like, you know, grow at your own rate and grow your business within your means. You don't have to go from zero to 60 in like five months because, Mm -hmm. you know, honestly, majority of people don't do that. And like, Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about before, like the whole with, with social media, you know, don't compare your behind the scenes with someone else's highlight reel because, you know, you do you, you focus on you, um, you focus on what's best for your business and, and not comparing it to someone else's highlight reel, because honestly, like that's the highlight reel and we could put a highlight reel, you know, you could put a highlight reel up all day and someone else is going to be having the same thoughts about your business. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you know, you don't see that person might be, you know, successful. And even too, it's funny, like, and not to 
I, I have not to like brag on myself or anything, but I have like a lot of my, I'm about to go um, up to Michigan to visit our family and we're having a family reunion and my family all the time are like, oh, we see you doing all these things on social media and we see you going all these places and we're so proud of you. And I'm like, I'm really not doing that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I mean, we're living month to month here. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> not that I'm doing my business doing bad at all. I'm yeah. very blessed, but like, I'm not like living the high life over here. Right, right. But yeah, it's like one of those things, like they're seeing like the stuff I post and the things I post, they're seeing all the good stuff and they're not seeing all of the day-to-day grunt operations and all of the hardships that go along with, with it. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I, that's what we're striving, I think, to show or to tell, you know, you guys listening is that it's not, we're so much about transparency, I think on this show and that even the Joneses are not the Joneses. Like every single person has their, their bad days, their bad days. No, no. no. And so I think just that, what is it called? Analysis, analysis, paralysis or comparison. There's a, there's a term for it. Yeah. But just I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, don't compare your self to their highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, like no one's perfect. No one's life is perfect. Some of, even if you look at like celebrities or people like who are wealthy and have everything they could ever want, you know, they're not necessarily happy. Mm-mm. They're Mm-mm. not all happy. So Mm-mm. yeah, don't, no one's life is perfect. Everyone, one thing just through just my life's journey, the last, you know, couple of years, the last, you know, five, six, seven, eight years, everybody's got something like everybody has something like some stuff going on mm-hmm. you know, that is just, you know, just crappy. Like, mm-hmm. like everybody is, has gone through, is going through. You don't even, you don't even know sometimes this people struggle. And so not, no one's perfect. No one has the perfect life. We may all put on like a face and, and put on a happy face, you know, you know, going to shows or meeting people or going out with friends or whatnot, but everybody has their struggles. Everybody has their bad days. Everybody has, and even the Joneses, like you said earlier, like they're probably broke. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to be broke if you keep trying to keep up with them. Like. Exactly. One person that like I I constantly think about is do you do you know Kim Zolciak Beerman? She was a house a yes. real she real housewife. Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Blunt. that her her and her husband are getting a divorce and really? they're and they're apparently broke because she is a addicted to gambling. Oh, but it's funny because, you know, if you would have looked at her Instagram or her social media six months ago, you know, she is always like plastic surgery, like showing off her businesses, like all of her like luxury stuff and taking her her own spinoff show and everything. Yes. You would think everything's perfect. And then I, I saw like the news of her divorce and all that. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, her life was really not that perfect. Mm -hmm. So. And that's just like too, um, what's her name? Um, Tori Spelling from 90210. Yes. Like, and she comes from like a very successful father and, you know, she comes from money. She basically, 
I know it's hard work what she did, but I mean, she had a lot of doors open to her that the average person wouldn't. And Mm -hmm. she's been, I mean, her and her spouse, I don't know if they're still together. I don't know if they were what's going on, but they struggled. They were bankruptcy. Like, you know, like, and not all of us have the same doors open for us. And (laughs) right. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And you just have to remember to just kind of bring yourself back in. And, and I know like, we've talked about it before. Like if you are even on social media, if you are following someone and like, they are making you feel some kind of way like that. Oh, like I see this. I want this. i like, if they're kind of making you get that feeling, like I need to keep up with them. I need to do this. Maybe it's time to unfollow that person. Yes. You know, like if it's not uplifting, if it's not making you a better person, if it's not making you a better business owner, like maybe it's time to just, you know, unfollow because I think with the age we live in and social media and stuff, it's very easy to like, you know, go down a bad rabbit hole and, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's accessible. Like everybody has a phone, everybody has, you know, access to the internet all the time, which it wasn't like that, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And, you know, while there are benefits, while there are cool things about networking and socializing and interact with people, like there's a lot of drawbacks about social media. Um, And one of them, I think, is just that comparison game and trying to keep up with people. And if it's not uplifting you, if it's not helping you, you know, then maybe it's time to unfollow that person. Yeah. Uh, They probably won't notice. (laughs) No. (laughs) they don't care about you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like Dr. Seuss said, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. So I think I said that right. I don't know if I said that right, but I know what, I know what you're trying to say, even if it is wrong. I've heard it. Yeah. My, I think you're right. Those who mind don't matter. And those who matter, no. Or those who matter don't mind. And those who mind don't matter. One of those ways. I think you're right. <laughs> One of those ways. Dr. Seuss has got some good quotes there. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm quoting it right, but. <laughs> yeah. And I found a article or came across an article on Forbes and I'll, we'll have it in the show notes just in case you want to read the article, but this is a little paragraph from the article. And I thought it was, I mean, it's just spot on with what it says. It says, many of my clients compare themselves to their competition. Perhaps it's not a bad idea to know what they're doing that you might not be doing, but there's more opportunity if you look beyond the competition. The focus of this article is to get you to think about what it will take to get your customers to come back. If all you do is compare yourself to the competition and doing what the competition is doing, you may be missing out on the best opportunities for your business. Mm -hmm. And I mean, how true is that? If you are, if you're constantly looking at, you know, what your competition is doing and you're just basically being coming a replica Mm -hmm. of that business, then where is your uniqueness? Yeah. Embrace your individuality Mm -hmm. and and I mean, cause that's what makes your business you like, mm-hmm. that's what makes your business special. Like a lot of there's, um, what is that? And I think I've talked about before, like that TikTok about 
it's like this girl, um, talking about like my friend had this really great idea, but you know, someone is already doing it. Well, yeah, but someone's already doing everything. Like exactly. original idea. Let's be honest, people like it's 2023, yeah. like everything's been done. Everyone's doing it. There's a hundred million people out there doing it, but what makes you different or what makes your business different is it has you. That's what mm-hmm. makes it different. That's what make it makes it special. That's what makes it unique. So embrace that mm-hmm. and focus on what you're doing. Like, yeah, sure. Like sometimes like, and I have a lot of friends in the boutique world and yeah, we'll bounce ideas off of each other. We'll talk about stuff. We'll talk about different shows or where to go and stuff like that. But it's always in like a constructive, helpful way. Yeah. Which is, it is great to have, and it's great to network and do those things. But, you know, like, remember who you are, focus on what you're doing because that that's what makes your business special. That's what makes it unique. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the Joneses aren't all that a bag of chips. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and there might be people, I mean, you know, the Joneses have their own following that people might love them, but you have your own following. Yeah. And I think it's so important to listen and pay attention to what your customers, you know, like your customers, Amanda with blue mm-hmm. jean, they love you for you. And you're constantly bringing out new pieces of clothing and new things that, mm-hmm. that they want. Yeah. Um, you know, same for my clients, they, I listen to their feedback and what they want. And if, you know, I'm listening to what the Joneses are doing, that is probably not going to be what my specific clients want. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're listening to, let's see, uh, what's a random clothing. If you're listening to what target, I don't know, (laughs) target customers want, you know, that might not be, you know, so yeah. I think just paying attention to, to your people mm-hmm. and, oh yeah, and then also, you know, you might be sitting there as a new business owner and you might be thinking, well, I don't even know what to do. So what am I supposed to do if I like, can't fo- look at anybody or follow anybody? I think something to keep in mind. And I was trying to put myself in like a, a newbie's shoes, a new business owner's shoes. And I think as a brand new business owner, it is very important to, I think you want to find people that you can kind of look at them as mentor. Yeah. Inspiration. That's what I'm saying. And so you do want to follow people, let them help you, let them guide you and get that inspiration. But you also want to take it with a grain of salt. You know, you can do what they're doing, I think, in the beginning of your business, but put your own unique spin on it. Yeah. And then once you are a few years into business and you're more seasoned and you've kind of got some things under your belt, that's when, like, I think really step into like your the zone of, I think, letting your mind just like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, like you said, it's not a bad thing to look at other people. It's not a bad thing. Obviously, it's a great thing to have a mentor. It's a great thing to have friends in small businesses. But it's all, I think, about the mindset and having a constructive, positive mindset, having people that you can draw inspiration from and vice versa versus it's when you start to get almost that like jealousy kind mm-hmm. of envy negative side is when it starts to become a bad thing. And that's when you kind of need to like refocus on, yes, you can have these relationships. Yes. You can follow these people less. You can do all these things, 
but just make sure you're keeping yourself in check Mm -hmm. because, you know, we want you all to succeed. And I'm, you know, the first person, like, I don't know everything. I am not an expert at anything, but what I do have is many, many years of experience. So I like to share. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. early selling the same thing. You're not going to be selling the same thing because I make my stuff. But, <laughs> um, you know, I don't care if you're selling something similar. I don't care if you're another small boutique. You know, I want you to succeed as well. So like if I can share advice, I'm going to do that. You can take it. You don't have to take it. You know, it's not going to bother me either way, but I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my own. I'm going to go my own way. So. Yeah. You are more than welcome to do so too. It's my kind of philosophy. Yeah. So I think this is a great conversation. Uh, and I think it's one that, you know, more business owners just need to, I think, hear, be aware of. Social media just puts so much pressure mm-hmm. on, I think, just, you know, people in general. But as a business owner, it can, because it's hard. I mean, as a business owner, it's hard to avoid social media because yeah. it's free marketing. You have to show up there. Yeah. 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 And so it's hard, but just know that, like we said, the Joneses stop keeping up with the Joneses because they're broke and (laughs) their business may not be all it's cracked up to be. And even if it is, even if they have the perfect business, it's not your business. So yes, (laughs) their business is not your business. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, this has been an awesome chat. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are starting something that we are kind of excited about. You know, like like I just mentioned a little while ago, we are all about transparency here mm-hmm. on DTE. And as business owners that have been in business for uh, what three years now, we have had slip ups. Mm-hmm. We have slip ups. I I know I have slip ups. Yeah, I do all the time, maybe daily. <laughs> But we have thought to start adding a little segment to our solo shows. So the episodes that Amanda and I do on our own, and it's going to be called business bloopers. So we're just going to share like one slip up or one like laughable moment that we encountered in our business and maybe let you guys laugh at us about how just funny. I don't know. We're not perfect either. Yeah. No. Like our businesses aren't perfect either. So. so, so maybe if you're having a bad week or you did something stupid and you're thinking about it and you can listen to our episode and be like, okay, I'm not the only one that, that mm. looks like an idiot this week. So, <laughs> so Amanda, go ahead. Tell us your, yes. So I had a big, big, <laughs> big flip up mistake just totally could like hit myself in the head about. So uh, y'all know I travel for work. I literally yesterday just got back from Tennessee. And a couple weeks ago, I was in Bristol for a show. And for those of y'all who don't know, like the terrain, like I'm in North Carolina, Bristol's in Tennessee and between the States kind of on the Western side of North Carolina are the mountains. So there's basically from here to there, there's three ways to go. You go up in Virginia, above the mountains, down, you know, below the mountains, or you can go through the mountains. So obviously with my big old trucks, 27 foot, real heavy, heavy 97 truck, you know, she's like old faithful. Like she will go, like she goes <laughs> 55 miles an hour and she will go, but it, it doesn't accelerate very fast or none of that. So 
I was trying to rush to get home because I was like, I packed up, you know, I had an okay show. It wasn't like great, but it was okay, you know. Um, so I was trying to get home and uh, before dark, you know, try and, you know, I was trying to get home, see my family and stuff like that. And um, it's at the gas station filling up and typed in my address and just clicked it. Well, I accidentally clicked the, through the mountains <laughs> route, <laughs> totally by mistake. And so I was going through like, ended up through blue or blowing rock and then boom, that kind of route. And I don't know if, if you've ever been there, but basically you're going up and down these mountains and these two, two lanes, no shoulders. Mm-hmm. So once you're, once you're there, there ain't no going back. And mm-hmm. girl, let me tell you how stressed out I was. I was, whew, it stresses me still. out in just a car. So I can only imagine in your truck. Yes. Yes. So going up this one hill and I stall and I started freaking out. I was like, I knew once I stalled, I knew it's like, okay. So I pulled off to the side on the, on the far side of the road. And I was like, okay, I'm just regrouping myself. I was like, okay, I can do this. There's only a couple more. I can do this. Well, I go to go up this next hill. I don't even think the truck got past first gear, like, and it stalled again. And I was there on the side of a mountain, had all these cars lined up behind me, <laughs> stuck on here on this mountain. I can't go backwards. Obviously I can't go forward. So I end up kind of having to wave the cars behind, you know, around me to like go past me. Cause I can't like, I can't get up this hill. And I like kind of reverse a, once they pass, I kind of got in the shoulder. And let me tell you, the shoulder was like <laughs> two feet. Like my truck was not in the shoulder. I was in a mountain <laughs> around a curve. And let me tell you, it was at the most stressful couple hours of my life. I couldn't even get out of the truck because I was in the mountain. Like, cause I tried to get over as far as I could. I couldn't even get out. There was, even if I did get out, like what am I do climb up the side of a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> and oh my gosh, I cried and cried and freaked out. And my battery was not, was like at 40%. So it's like, okay, I can't do, I can't be using this. I was calling. Oh my gosh. So I finally was able, I called poor Zach, my boyfriend. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't get up this hill. And so I ended up having to call a tow to come get me, to tow me to the other side of Penn so I could drive the rest of the way home. And I still had to wait there for hours for him to show up. And let me tell you, I have, was a, just a, a wreck. Oh, I, <laughs> I was imagine. an absolute wreck. I just felt like such an idiot. I was so upset. I was so stressed out. I thought I was going to get hit. I was honestly just scared. I was sitting there. I was like praying. I, I did have a Dolly Parton book with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I went that back because I was like, I don't want to get my phone because my phone's about to die. And so I pulled out. It's like, from her, um, she spoke at, uh, at a graduation. And so it's a little book with her speech in it. So I just started reading that and I was like waiting on the tow truck to come. And I mean, he came, you know, it was, it was hard. Get- mm, and you had <laughs> people beeping at you. Oh yeah. Stuff, right? I had someone flicking me off. I had people beeping and it's like, I can't do anything. Like right. I can't get up. I can't right. Like, First, I'm not going to blind reverse around this corner. Right. There's nowhere else for me to go. Right. But, um, you know, oh, was that stressful? But I did, I got towed to Boone. 
pay. It was, you know, $360 later Mm. and I drove home. (laughs) Mm. I got home. It was probably like, oh, it was so late. It was like one in the morning or something. It ended up being so late. So my, I learned my lesson. I need to pay attention (laughs) to what I'm putting in my GPS. Like, (laughs) yes. And stay off those mountain roads. Oh, I, yeah, it was, it was a big blooper, you know, man. But it happens. I survived. Yeah. I'm okay. The truck's okay. Everyone's okay. I just had a really big blooper. <laughs> yeah. And now that it's over, it's yeah. something you can look back and laugh at. Yes. Yes. And I get, I mean, and I was on it this time because I was like, my next trip, I was going back to Tennessee. So I was like, okay, I had me at my oil change, my filter change, my air filter, my fuel fill. I got all my things changed, everything serviced. And I was going 50 miles an hour up the mountain in Virginia. Up the little mountain. There's only one little mountain. Oh. <laughs> but I was going 50 miles. I was so excited. I'm usually going like 35 up the mountains. So I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going 50. I'm going so fast. Like, yes. Yeah, so, and then I'm, and I made it home, obviously. Okay, too. But yeah, you make, yeah, we're, we're not perfect. We have no uh ohs in our business. So, yeah, it's to everybody. So, yeah. what about you, Brittany? Share with us your, your business blooper. Yeah. So I got asked to uh, be a guest on a podcast and it was a, they needed me to come on and basically just be the expert to share with their audience all about podcasting and, you know, how to start a podcast, how to grow a podcast, all the things podcasting, which of course I'm a podcast manager. I've been doing podcasting for three years. I know all the things. If you were to ask me a question, I can answer it. But I get on this uh, interview and I mean, I've done many interviews through Zoom. You know, you and I get on, we, we do interviews for our show, <laughs> but I get on this interview and I swear to God, I blacked out. I like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what she even asked me. And I had a lot going on that week. Like my mind was not, I think I, I was just. I was mentally not on that interview, but I just remember getting off that call and being like, what the heck just happened? And I feel like that, that interviewer probably looked at me and, and got off and was like, what in the world is this? Did this girl even talk about what, like, I will never refer anybody to her for a podcast. Like (laughs) it was just, it was crazy, but like, I was just mentally not there. So yeah, I think back to that and I'm like embarrassing, embarrassing moment and like something that I just, I talk about all the time. I do all the time. And it's like the one thing that I should, you know, just have down pat. Yeah. And I absolutely just failed at that interview and it hasn't been aired. So I'm sure she probably just threw that in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But, you know, it is what it is. So that is my blooper. So just know that it's, I don't know, you're going to have, <laughs> you're going to have failure moments. And that was, mm-hmm. oh, that was a big one for me. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Woo, girl. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but yeah. Couple I weeks know. Ago, I was yeah. crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me too. 
So anyways, that is our business bloopers. If you have a business blooper, let us know. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear it. And if you have one that you would like for us to share on an episode, like what you did, what happened and how you overcame it, let us know because we would love to share those in an episode as well. And I think just the more people hear about kind of you know, not necessarily like failures, but just a business blooper. It kind of just lets everybody know that we're all human. Nothing is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you just keep trucking, Mm -hmm. you get knocked down and you get back up and you keep on trucking along just like Dolly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. I know we enjoy, always enjoy sitting down chatting. And if you ever are feeling like overwhelmed, like you are trying to keep on with the Joneses and you need tips, helps, advice, reach out. We are here. We are your like business besties. Let us know what's going on. And we would love to sit and chat with you. If you haven't followed our social media, we are on Instagram at dreamer.2.entrepreneur. We would love to hear from you. And we hope you all have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our mommy show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.